Hey everyone, Michael Anthony here. Van Halen, Chickenfoot, Sammy in the Circle. But anyway, you're listening to the only podcast that is dedicated to breaking down the entire Van Halen catalog one track at a time. And the podcast will rock. Ow! Hello, baby! What's up, all you rockers, rockettes, and everything in between? You have joined us for a new edition of And The Podcast Will Rock. Thank you for joining us. Happy belated International Women's Day to all you uh, rockettes or, you know, whatever. If you prefer rockers, that's all good, too. It's all love. Uh, I am your uh, host, Mark Meyer, your co-host. Joining with me, as usual, Corey Morissette. Corey, I am just, I've been having a day. I hope you've been having a day, but I hope it's been a good one. How you feeling? Uh, feeling terrible. I got to tell you, one o'clock uh, yeah, yeah, this morning, I guess, uh, I started a coughing fit and I didn't stop for three hours. So I'm I'm running on about uh, two hours of sleep. I've been running all over the southern part of the province for work, but I'm here. I don't have whiskey tonight. I got a big thing of water. Uh, but thankfully, uh, we just happened to, to book two amazing guests uh, here tonight who are going to carry my weight for me, which is considerable. Well, uh, you're doing pretty good so far, and uh, you did great last time. So uh, whatever uh, potion, magic potion, to keep your health at uh, at bay for the shows, Keep drinking it. You're doing well. Uh, it's probably just the water, but whatever. It's working. NyQuil uh, on the rocks is actually a nice <laughs> substitute. You absolutely. Have you whiskey, uh, you know. NyQuil on the rocks. Yeah. Well, you're hearing. <laughs> I that had to is, give uh, that about 20 years ago, too. So, yeah. So. <laughs> you're hearing the voice of one of our guests today. Uh, fan extraordinaire of the show always has something to say. And finally, we just had to have him on because... It, it's nice to hear from the actual person who's tweeting these things out at us. Uh, Chaz Mataz, you know him on Twitter. Chaz, how you doing, my dude? How's it going? Hello, how you feeling? Thank hello, you. hello. Thank you for being Thank here. Thank you. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm doing great. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Corey. Hey, man. Yeah, glad you're here. You know, I know uh, this, the colds have been going around here in northern Colorado big time, man. So I, I know your pain, brother, and uh, got a bunch around me that are sick as well. So I hope you get better soon. And CJ, really nice to meet you. My gosh, I'm in awe of the, the work that you've done, yeah. man. Encyclopedic. Yes. That's right. Yeah, you're hearing all of Yeah, yeah. CJ. Awesome. CJ Chilvers joining us on the show as well. He is the author of the Van Halen Encyclopedia, which I'll just go ahead and point out, Corey uses every day, all every the time. single day. Yep, Amazing. every single day, every time. Yeah. So CJ is the the man behind the oh, pen. CJ, thank you so much for being on the show, man. No, thank you guys. I should send you the updated version, the secret beta update. Oh. <laughs> yes, please. Yes. It's about time the show starts paying off in some way for me. <laughs> some kind of perks. You need Actually, this. it already oh, has too because uh, uh, Eric Senich said Mark and I a copy of a David Lee Ross uh, Crazy from the Heat script. So, oh, uh, no joke. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> it paid I off. I can't in that find respect. a hard copy of that anywhere here. We've got a lot of great uh, used bookstores in Northern Colorado, but I can't find a copy of that book anywhere. Well, yeah, I had to go on eBay to find my copy of Crazy yeah, from the Heat. Yeah. But th this is actually uh, right. David's uh, movie script that he wrote. The script, it's yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Wow, 
Amazing stuff. Yes. So uh, two awesome guests. This is going to be a really, really great show. Uh, and I've already broken the format of the show in time. So we're, we're off to the races. It's going to be one of those. If you are joining us for the first time and you just have no idea what is going on, First of all, welcome. We are the podcast that dives into the discography and catalog of one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, Van Halen, if you haven't guessed it. And we do it one track at a time. So uh, getting to know the guests just a little bit, uh, we mentioned, uh, CJ, you, you wrote the Van Halen Encyclopedia, but what was it that brought you to Van Halen uh, in the first place? I'd love to hear it. Oh, Guitar. And this is like everybody else. <laughs> you know? And that's, that's why you can stick with all the singers. And you don't, I, you know, I don't have any preferences over them. I just, I'm going to stick with Eddie, you know? Awesome. That's good. I mean, that's a solid foundation. I mean, you know, what more do you need? Am I right? Uh, Chaz, mm -hmm. uh, you, like I said, you've, you've been a uh, long time uh, contributor to uh, the, the vocal chat as it were for our show. So what brought you to Van Halen? Oh man, gosh. So, um, well, I want to say it was the guitar as well, just like CJ said. I mean, I got to be honest, right? So when I, I mean, I picked up my guitar, I think because of Ace Freely, I started to learn how to play guitar, you know, thanks to Jimmy Page, but I really felt like I fell in love with guitar with Eddie Van Halen, right? And as soon as I heard Van mm -hmm. Halen, I guess I was eight or nine at that point so that's like what 1979 1980 so i had this uh beat up old uh memphis uh stratocaster japanese you know strat and uh i it was black i took red you know tape and taped it up and just tried to finger tap and beat the hell out of that guitar and it was like you know yeah love affair ever since yeah. honestly so that there's a saying right that eddie van halen makes you want to pick up the guitar and steve i makes you want to put it back down <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 sure that is all too real i understand that feeling entirely oh, yeah. So, yeah yeah oh man well uh that's awesome man i love hearing it love to hear both the uh anecdotes of how, what brought you to this band uh not dissimilar from the majority of us so Awesome. Oh, well, and I got to say, a healthy dose of it was David Lee Roth's attitude, guys. I mean, seriously, like Van Halen, the balls of Van Halen was that band as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah, I'm very clearly in that camp. But I got a great appreciation for Sammy. And I, I was, you know, I guess I was in late high school. So late 86, 87, when he had the uh, Red Rocker line of clothing. So like mm, he yeah. was doing like, you know, like parachute pants and, you know, T-shirts and other stuff. Uh, board shorts, sneakers, all that stuff. And I had a friend who was a huge Red Rocker fan uh, and uh, followed Sammy around, even saw him a number of times. I wasn't that crazy about him, but I had uh, some board shorts. So, you know, I appreciate the Red Rocker. I appreciate Sammy Hagar. I appreciate Van Hagar. I appreciate Van Halen 3. That did happen in my book, you know. <laughs> well, uh, so, it definitely you know. happened in my book. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Got, there's you know. there's kind of a there's no getting around it in your book there. There's CJ. <laughs> that's when it, yeah. That's when know. it came up. So yeah, the whole yeah. book was written during the during that recording process, and then oh, the album okay. came out. And uh -huh. yeah, it, right when we were finishing our contract with a big publisher, who then quickly canceled it. Oh, oh man. Oh. After, yeah. I, after hearing Red Three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, like I said, really, really ouch. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, well, Corey has, like I said, okay. Corey uh, holds holds that encyclopedia in, in very, very high regard. So uh, that, to me, that says that this book has been, there's been a lot of time and, and patience, blood, sweat, tears, you name it, curated into the pages of this thing. So uh, hats off to you, really? honestly, yeah. for, for taking on that endeavor. It's it's incredible. Yeah. Um, so I encourage everyone to uh, to do like Corey uh, and pick up your copy of the encyclopedia, especially if you like what we do and you like everything Van Halen. So uh, that out of the way, Corey, uh, anything going on in Van Halen news? Anything uh, the Van Halen news desk people are saying? Uh, you know, there, there's not a ton. Uh, David Lee Roth had a new uh, uh, episode of his uh, his uh, YouTube show uh, where he, uh, he, he talked about a lot of things. He talked about his love of professional bull riding. Uh, he talked about trying not to shoot the curb while skateboarding and other spectacular crashes. He talked about why Howard Stern belongs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, he talked about where the Van Halen swagger came from that, that Jazz was talking about. Uh, what he's up to nowadays, he talked about those uh, Van Halen studio live recordings uh, you talked about Van Halen oh, wanting to open for Queen back in the day, but the, he also talked yeah, about coming yeah. out of retirement. And there was a couple of quotes uh, that he mentioned yeah. on his show I wanted to read because uh, they make so much sense. Uh, th this is uh, David Lee Roth <laughs> on his show saying, and I quote, I didn't get to retire. Just when I get out, they pulled me back in. I really did mean oh, to retire. God. I should be in the middle of my third retirement now, according to the Rockley bi bibliography. How many times did Rock retire? Six, seven times. Then he was a coach <laughs> twice, right? And James Bond. I don't know what he means by and James Bond. James Bond, I don't think ever retired. But yep, so, uh, nevertheless, no. my lower back <laughs> and the doctor. Yeah. Uh, the, the, this is the line. Wow. Ask, That's uh, classic, CJ. Dave. Yeah. That's nevertheless, classic, Dave. my lower back and the doctor whack, and the team says, "Be careful where you play." <laughs> yeah, you don't want to get uh, hit in the head oh, with the uh, microphone again, or have someone like, throw some sort of uh, debris God. at you. Yeah. I didn't hear anybody take away his doubling down on the stripe story. For the Frankenstein, <laughs> right? He did. Yeah. yeah, don't know, Doctor T. I don't think anybody like. Oh boy, he is gone. Yeah, I don't think anybody fact checked. <laughs> no, of course not. No, you know, because you you could fact check uh, Roth all you want, but it's oh. what's the point? Like, what's the point? Well, it's it, you know, actually it's just gonna keep going. You could. You know. He makes could, a lot but... of really bizarre pop references. They're not necessarily wrong. It's just you got to stay in that. You got to try and get into and then stay in his space. And that's just like well, oh that's my. what I mean. Like, right. what, what's the point of fact yeah, checking? Yeah. Because that would uh, that would take right. the fun out of all the exactly. things that he is right. claiming right. and all the things yeah. he's stating. It might yeah. be true. That's it might kind be of what I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, just, it's yeah, just it's, along for the ride. So it's kind of he's like doing slam poetry when he speaks. It's just you know, it's like twenty four seven. Like oh, there's more. Well, phone in front <laughs> of his Oh, face. there's more. Do, do, do more. you want slam poetry? I'm I'll, done. Uh, I'll read you this little passage if you're a fan <laughs> of slam poetry. Van Halen, we followed a more Spartan code, literally same as Roman legions, same as Vikings, and that we simply overtrained and then overtrained the overtraining and then overtrained the overtraining. So just like all of us listening right now, I can operate this motor vehicle 65 to 75 miles an hour. Okay, that is well a thing done. he said. Yep. <laughs> Slam poetry, all right. Uh, latte, Tom. <laughs> I mean, God. I mean, I'm not, I'm not yes. shocked by any of that. It's uh, you no, know, that, that sounds that sounds about uh, that sounds on brand. So yeah. good for Dave. Mm -hmm. Good for uh, uh, yeah. Tune, you know what? Tune into that YouTube show just because uh, I have a feeling it's yeah. probably low key hilarious. Uh, this or is maybe the not show, so low right? key. The yeah, Ross the Raw show? show on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. I didn't even know Dave loved professional bull riding. So 
Pricey hasn't done it recreationally, uh, you know, probably on the weekends or every afternoon, Thursdays at four, you know, I mean, <laughs> to, uh, to, to paraphrase a line from my favorite show, Seinfeld boy, listening to David Lee Roth tell stories is like walking into a African safari. You never know what you're going to find. And you're really scared of what might happen. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> That episode of the Tony Bourdain show when he's out there with the pigs and he eats the anus. Uh, oh, forget we won't go there. Uh, <laughs> All right. It's, it's terrible. That's terrible. Eat, eating anus on Van Halen. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's what uh, you know, Van Halen show talking about eating uh, an anuses with uh, Anthony Bourdain. Well, no, no, that is what <laughs> that's what we've tuned hey, into. Hey, eat them and smile. Hey, Eat him and smile. Well done. That well is going to get its own section in the revised version of the Van Halen Encyclopedia now. <laughs> Eating anuses, as mentioned on, and the podcast will rock. So. Oh, nice. man. Nice. I, I, would, uh, I would be able to die quite happy with uh, that little blurb <laughs> in the book. <laughs> Fingers crossed, you guys. All right, moving oh, uh, forward. There's no, one, no, one no. more piece of news, Mark. One more piece of news. Oh, one uh, more piece of news. One, oh, as we're recording spinning. this. Okay. No, uh, as a, as we're recording this on Wednesday night, it's Kelsey's uh, birthday. Kelsey, of course, everybody's favorite oh, guest yeah. on hey. our show, celebrating a birthday today. So we just want to say happy birthday, Kelsey. Happy, happy, happy birthday, birthday. Happy belated by the time this comes out. But yeah. uh, our, our fa favorite guest, fan favorite guest, uh, yeah. hats off to you. Happy birthday. Hope it's been a rocking good time. All right. So uh, moving on from the news desk, now it's time to go to the rocking poll. The poll from last week where we asked you, what is your vote on the song we covered? And the song we covered was, say it with me, uh uh, fire in the hole from fire Van Halen hole. 3. Now, uh, CJ uh, has thoughts on Fire in the Hole. We can maybe get his uh, input on I Actually, yes. This this might be this might be good to start it off. Please, uh, CJ, tell me your thoughts on Fire in the Hole. Well, I only had a, I only listened to half of the podcast so far on that because I was just so mad that I didn't get it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's the song I always use as kind of like it's a microcosm for, for Van Halen 3. The, the production on it is it, there wasn't a producer there and you can tell. Yeah. And there's clipping all over that song and it's, it's kind of the most basic type of thing <laughs> that a producer or engineer can do. Yeah. You know, and, and it's just like everything throughout that song says lack of producer. The, the <laughs> last riff of the end of the song, that riff that, that ends the song, that should have been the entire song. Mm -hmm. And a good producer right. would tell you that. 100%. Could not agree more. Uh, yeah, that's uh no, I love that. Um and I'm I'm glad uh, you got to say it here on the show because that seems yes. like a lot to type out via Twitter <laughs> or what have you. But uh, yeah, no, but look, we're you, for the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you'll hear no arguments uh at least out of me from that assessment whatsoever cuz I have full agreement. Uh and I think Corey is too. So uh so but uh well, we know your thoughts uh and uh we Tried to get everyone else's thoughts on Fire in the Hole, and I am stunned. I am stunned by the results of this poll because 54.7% of you out there said Fire in the Hole is what dreams are made of. I will repeat that. 54.7% of you said yay to Fire in the Hole. 45% said the dream is over. What? Like, what? I get it. I, I was a lot more positive on it than you were. I, I was really on the fence for the whole way. It was really the lack of producer and the production quality that tipped me 
to uh, this dream is over. So I kind of get it. I am surprised though that it is. I, I thought it'd be the other way. Fifty-four percent. This dream is yeah. over. Forty-five. What dreams are made of? But. But I mean, just so close of a split like that, and I just That's and honestly. Crazy. It is crazy. I mean, out of 86 votes. So, I mean, it, 86 people decide just, ah, I, you know what? Let's just go into it. I'm going to, I'm going to uh, do the honors for you, uh, Corey, because I just, I have to know, I have to know. Um, all right. Some, uh, some dude named Chaz Mataz said, Oh, that Chaz. Okay. Said, uh, I found blood in my stool after listening to this piece of shit. Okay. No Van Halen song is that bad. Even the, that other one from this album. And we know which one he's talking about. Uh, I just think it's among the bottom two of the whole catalog, but now the earworm won't leave my punishment. So it goes, yes, it is your punishment for that. Uh, Chaz, yeah. I can tell you directly because it happens. Uh, yeah. But uh, that's I hear what, it right that's... now. I mean, I all right. It. But then on, yeah. on the other, on the other side of it, uh, Robert Cato says, badass Van Halen three song. Cool that it was used in lethal weapon as well. And uh, he goes on to say the whole song is using the imagery of G- James three from the Bible or James uh, the third from the Bible and uh, and how the tongue spoken words can set everything on fire and is one of the most powerful parts of the body. Okay. That, that is certainly an interpretation and you're probably, you're probably right on the nose uh, there, uh, Robert, but uh, I certainly thought it was, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's why people listen to Van Halen too. That's right there for those references. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought more it was biblical uh, references in my Van Halen. I thought it was I, biblical apop- apocalyptic uh, um, gastrointestinal distress after eating. I mean, yeah, it, 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 it felt like chili, a, right? fire in the hole. Yeah, I mean, it felt like it felt like the biblical flood in that I felt like I was drowning in that bullshit. Right? But I mean, that's just. But again, that's just me. Yes. Uh, moving moving on. Uh, Rave of Flave says, "Holy shit! How many songs are on this godforsaken album? Because you're featuring too many of them. It's the spin of the wheel, my dude." Uh, maybe more importantly, how does how how does what with uh what was within the top five musical groups at the time release something with such poor production and sound quality? Wow, you, yeah. You're asking the good questions, well and uh, CJ just kind of uh you know he, he he put it best. It's like this this song reeks of no yeah. producer, and yeah, it's, they attempted to mix it twice. So well, it tells me that that the source but, material was was the issue. The engineering. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if they're getting I mean, peaking at it too, right? Like if you record it hot, you can't fix that. Really. Yeah, no, you can't. No. Uh, so, uh, at GHS uh, AP McPeak says, I used to like this one a lot before this episode. One of the uh, few on Van Halen 3 that I could listen to. The music and chorus are good. The lyrics, not so much. What dreams are made of? Barely. Well, so now I feel kind of bad. We ruined something that you loved and uh, uh, we just we destroyed it. Well, almost because you still upvoted it. I have a feeling nostalgia has a lot to do with it. But so kudos to you, GHS. But uh, and I'm sorry that we we just sort of shattered the uh, illusion a little bit for you. But it is what it is. I don't is. think you uh, had to do much work there. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. Just, the, 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 apo- the apologies, yes. yeah, the apologies, sort of just a formality, you know. Like we're not trying to hate <laughs> on you too hard, but who boy, you got to dig up that that Japanese car commercial. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that featured uh, it. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, our buddy Scott Monroe says, like I alluded to 
earlier i definitely have thoughts on this one and they're mixed but ultimately what dreams are made of for me guys and i gotta defend it i i group it in with uh the one i want and without you as being the among the three solid tracks on van halen 3 uh and he says hear me out on this thread and he goes into uh, a diatribe i'm sorry scott i can't get into all of it but uh the the he, he won't defend the mixing. I'm going to point that out. He likes the solo. Wow, you really did just go into a long thing. Scott, I'm sorry. I can't read all of this. But all, <laughs> all that to now. say, you know, it's what dreams are made of. And he has his points. I, I strongly encourage all you listeners, go check it out and uh, hear his uh, manifesto that he typed on here. Because <laughs> probably, wow. and I'm going right. to, I mean, and I, I will go I'm back. I'm drawn in. I'm going back. Yeah, I will. I will back. go back and uh, yep. and reread that uh, on my own time and uh, probably respond to it. The so, fire uh, in the hole you. manifesto. I like fire that. in the hole. Wow. <laughs> a man, um, fire in the hole manifesto by Scott Monroe. Uh, kudos to you, uh, friend of the show. Uh, Kevin Brown says even a healthy dose of Ed sauce can't season this shit sandwich <laughs> yeah. enough to make it palatable. <laughs> going. Yeah. Typifies yeah. the album for me. Completely unmemorable. Hashtag make dentistry great again. <laughs> yeah. uh, man, I, I just special shout out to Kevin Brown. He just he, he cracks us up and he is. He cracks us up in the best possible way. We appreciate it. Go listen to uh, his Tom Petty podcast. Uh, our friend Tom Armbruster says uh, this may be my first the dream is over vote, but I really want to hear the song that might have sprung from that riff during the fade. I always turn up the volume as it fades so I can hear it for as long mm. as possible. Again, yeah. uh, kind of alluding to what you were talking about, CJ, like that, that ending riff, that should have been it. That should have been it. And yeah. it just wasn't. So we were left there's with so many Van Halen <laughs> songs. My God, there's so many great songs where there are those little songs within the songs and it's usually at the end. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. yeah, you could just, if you could take those, like feed them into an AI and have it come up with some kind of new composition, that would be <laughs> awesome, man. Something like that. Yeah. And, uh, there's a lot see, of that. Uh, Ryan Powell says, I agree with uh, pretty much of all of what Scott Monroe said here. Yeah. Apparently he read the, uh, the manifesto and uh, he, <laughs> he, you swayed Ryan. But Ryan says, absolutely killer solo, and while admittedly a bit of a word salad, Gary is doing a lot of clever wordplay here along with uh, a cohesive theme. Chew your words le lest you choke is great, uh, as yeah, is we that like whole that one. verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, Gary, he says, Gary is a great lyricist and has a long track record of clever wordplay. Just in song titles alone, a la pornography, uh, political amity, uh, political amity uh evil angelist uh fair weather faith america cocaine uh i mean yeah he likes puns gary likes puns that that much is true uh but ryan said hashtag what dreams are made of so ah well aha so if you guys if you were not so good on this song and you you wish things had been different go check out scott monroe's manifesto he might suade you like he did our friend uh ryan powell or, or uh, check out the new extreme song which is kind of like fire in the whole light because it's Awesome guitar work, horrible mixing. There's clipping in it. Uh, uh, yeah, I will. That that it's is got a great riff at the end. I couldn't well, even tell. Glad Gary somebody was singing said at something. First. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I, the production is like what? What again? Yeah. <laughs> wow. You yeah. know? I mean, seriously. <laughs> we'll have to get Christy on the show sometime soon. Uh, she's not here right now, but uh, the next time she's on, we'll have to ask her because she listened to that song and had uh, quite a reaction herself. And I would really love for her, in her own words, <laughs> to express it. So, wow. but a uh, couple more here. Uh, 
our buddies at Sean Geek and Fast Fret Podcast, just throwing it out there, says the crap songs are the best episodes, and this is no exception. Great guests. Uh, Mark the Bat was in fine form. Thank you. Corey Morissette still manages to entertain even under the weather. Great show all. Uh, thank you guys so much for the uh, the kind words. And uh, finally, uh, from the You're All Doomed to Friday the 13th podcast, there might be a fire in the hole, but there is zero fire in this chorus, much like the rest of the songs on Van Halen 3. It's almost like these were placeholder vocals until they came up with a better chorus, but they forgot to go back and replace it. <laughs> that, I mean, I, I could see that too. Yeah, that's the click track in, guys. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, who was there it that said it. the whole thing should have set, stayed like, you know, an unheard demo? Somebody said, right, was, that, was that this week? Somebody said that somewhere. Uh, the whole, probably. The there there are, uh, you know, we couldn't get to all of them, but uh, there there are a lot, there's a lot of comments on this yeah. uh, particular yeah, yeah. one. So uh, feel free to go back. And if you uh, haven't read everyone's, uh, what everyone is saying about this particular song and on the poll, check it out on our Twitter at Podcast Will Rock. Uh, thank you everyone for contributing. I'm sorry if I couldn't read yours out loud, but you guys are interacting at a uh, a heavy heavy pace and sometimes it's hard to keep up so uh but thank you all so much to keep the conversation going all right with that out of the way Corey, i think it is time to do our favorite thing say it with me everyone raise your glasses high it's time to manifest that's right we come to the part of the show where we manifest a song that we want to hear we want to talk about what song shall it be that the wheel has left for us so going to go straight to our guests of honor today uh we'll start uh chaz we'll start with you you've been uh following this sh the uh show for a long time now yep. you've been itching and aching and now you're here now Dang. you're ready what song left uh, on the wheel are you trying to manifest for tonight's show or i'll do you one better like i have been lately is there a particular era of van halen that you want to manifest for tonight no, I, you know, as much as I've, you know, proclaimed where my loyalty, uh, what, what freak flag I fly, my brothers, um, I really want to hear spanked, 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 <laughs> spanked. I've been manifesting it all since we've spoken. Yes, I knew it. Oh, we and you know, <laughs> we secretly, all know why. secretly hoping that it never came up any other week. But this is it. I'm hoping to call my shot, spanked. I, I just got to point out, Chaz does a new podcast talking about the Lou Reed Metallica collaboration, Lulu, called Regarding Lulu. So the fact that he picked Spank does not surprise me in the least. Ah, there you go. <laughs> More on there that later. But uh, yes, right uh, Chaz is shooting his shot at the expense of Corey's entertainment. So he, he, is, <laughs> he is going for Spanked and he is he is trying real, real hard. He probably uh, sacrificed a... Probably sacrificed uh, a goat before coming onto the show just to make sure Ooh. that happens. So, yes, uh, yes, I don't know. I don't. I don't know your life, uh, but we don't judge ah, here at and the podcast sulfur and burning hair. The smell is still go. in the air. Yes, you yes. do. You all right? But CJ uh, <laughs> Chilvers, your uh, uh, author extraordinaire, the guy who who painstakingly has put together an encyclopedia of Van Halen. What song could you possibly want to manifest for tonight's show? That so that we can really sink our teeth into it. Which everyone, nobody else cares about. Because I, I have, I know I have the trivia on this stuff that nobody cares about. So <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I will take anything from, from any era that's just kind of a throwaway. I did a whole essay on growth a couple months ago. Oh, wow. The, 
in the oh. origins of growth and it went on for paragraphs and paragraphs. So that's like anything that's obscure and nobody cares about. Sweet. All right. Sweet. So you hear that? He wants to hear anything from Van Halen 1 because uh, nobody cares about that. <laughs> the so, most obscure yeah. album, yes. The good, most good obscure <laughs> album, yes, <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> no, uh, no, but I like that though. It's just, uh, yeah, give, give me the shit that nobody even wants to talk about because nobody thinks about. Give me that one. I like that. That's a good flex. So, hey, you might get your wish. This wheel mm. likes to be fickle at mm. times like these. So, uh, Corey, mm. my podcasting brother, how about you, man? You, you're feeling uh, you're still kind of under the weather. So what possibly uh, could you uh, want to bring forth to the table in your manifestation to uh, for good Van Halen health? Well, I should go back to uh, somebody get me a doctor from Van Halen, too, but I'm not going to do that tonight. Uh, I actually want uh, I, I screwed up last week. We we're talking about how many songs on each album left. And I said, I'm pretty sure there's only one. I know you wait one, two, and I totally fucked mm -hmm. that up. There's three that we have left on that one. One of them is a little song oh. you might have heard of called When It's Love. Uh, that one oh. slipped my mind in my feverish mm. state, uh, black and blue, and a a political blues, and that's the one I'm going to manifest here tonight because we have CJ on here. I want to hear oh. more about a a political blues from OU812. Oh man, that's a good, oh god, what, no. a, what a good call. <laughs> <laughs> that I had the cassette. That's so their like Led oh, Zeppelin. That's their like rock and roll tribute, right? Yeah. Is that the one? Yeah. Look, y'all know me. I'm a no, no, I'm no. That's a, big fat money. Big fat money is right. kind of the tribute to rock and roll. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, which I believe we've done. Big fat. Money. Yeah, you we you have. have but a at political yeah, so. right. That's the acoustic blues number. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. uh, yes. but, uh, awesome. Yes. Y'all know me as a Sammy guy. So uh, if we, I've been I've been itching for when it's love for sure. Uh, I was I just gonna say itching for spanking. It. Come on, you're uh, itching for a spanking. Come on, Mark. I mean, well, always, but that's not the show for that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Instead, I'm going to manifest uh, another song, uh, a song that I personally haven't manifested, or if I have manifested, it's only been kind of in jest, but actually I would really like to hear it for a plethora of reasons, but I am going to manifest a Sammy tune, and it is going to be Amsterdam. Manifesting oh, Amsterdam. Okay. I would just but Christy's love not here. But she could pop in at the right moment. Okay. Who knows? Ah. So, uh, yeah. But uh, if we look, if we do spin it, then uh, and she's still not here, then you have my word. We'll still continue on with the show. We won't uh, delay, uh, and she'll just have to deal. Uh, <laughs> but if we don't spin that, then yeah, then I guess that just wasn't meant to be, and the the time for her to join the show again uh, is nigh. So those are our manifestations. That's what we are bringing forth. Uh, all right. What do you say uh, if Sammy is ready backstage, if CJ's ready, if Chaz is ready, Corey, I know uh, you, you're, I guess you're ready. Are you ready? Why not? Let, let's prime this thing. Let's see. I was up uh, three hours uh, coughing last night. So let's shuffle the wheel three times. One, oh, man. two, three. All right. Here we go. Oh, it's another Van Halen oh, threesome. Oh, God. Well, PJ <laughs> called his shot. I'll say that he what? did it. He, uh, I don't think anyone cares about once because it's on Van Halen 3. <laughs> oh, there you go. You won. Look how close wow. we were to Spanked, though, dude. Like, look at that. Oh, oh right come there. on. Oh. Spanked was so close. <laughs> right there. When It's Love oh. was so close, too, but just not well, close enough. But girl yeah, gone bad. Force is strong in this one, but not strong enough. It's uh, my God like, passed hey, me by. 
Yeah. Some, sometimes the wheel just uh, I have a feeling uh, the wheel did this to us on purpose for for a purpose. Wait, from uh, where I'm may, sitting, may... that's sitting on blood and fire. Wait a minute. That's because I already removed. Oh, okay. Yeah, you already removed. Yeah. No, he, <laughs> it's oh, all results yeah. now. There it is. Ah, he's, confu- he's confused this me more uh, many a time with that. But uh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's the way it goes. So wait, once that was a Van stolen Halen boat. 3. That was a stolen. Can I can I claim stolen elect a stolen boat stolen you, something? You can, this and we're all out of mulligans. We're all out of mulligans. You can, but it, it is of it is of no use. Uh, look, I'm not <laughs> I'm not thrilled down, about this. I'm not thrilled about it at all. But I don't know. Maybe. Maybe this will be a diamond in the rough. Yeah. You got to go in with a positive Look, frame of mind wait, here, guys. Come on. This is the once. Well, is that that one? Oh, no. We'll find out. Oh, I don't know. No. I'm going into this pr- oh, yeah. very fresh because yeah. uh, the, my, my the only... Remix? What have I done to <laughs> I, I don't think I have the remix. <laughs> what have I done? No. Oh, now, uh, um, uh, CJ, normally this is the part of the show where I have Mark fill time. I look yeah. on the Van Halen encyclopedia for tidbits However, on once, but since the author is here, just go ahead and tell us all about once. Yeah. Uh, well, let's see the interesting things, if you can call it that. Um, they asked for a remix and, th- and there were two videos made one for the regular one for the remix. And the remix was for the adult contemporary market. Um, oh. Which I don't think oh. you really needed on this song. Uh did they do that a lot, CJ? No, this is it. You're think, ripping uh, my heart out. Oh, wow. that's like the first wonder... time you hear that they're on classic rock radio, right? And they even brought oh. in a, a uh, they brought in a background that's too. Oh, uh, one of Gary's friends for the for oh. yeah, and uh, both videos were yeah. made by David Bertinelli. Oh no, oh, kidding. boy. Well, uh... <laughs> oh, and Sammy, let's see. Uh, let's see the working title of the song. I'm reading this straight out of like the late. <laughs> the working title <laughs> of the song was "Return Returning of the Wish," and then that was used for a different song on uh, Sammy's solo album "Red Voodoo." Oh wow! Interesting. All right. Well, uh, I, well, like I said, I've got I've got no leg to stand on in this one. My uh, my my journey through Van Halen Three has all been from this show. And it has not been a fun journey at all. Um, so, uh, Corey, uh, do you, you you have any uh, sort of anecdotes about this particular track? I really don't. I didn't listen to a lot of Van Halen Three oh, back in the day, yeah. uh, and the tracks I, I that stood out to me, we've we've already kind of spun, except for Josephina. Uh, so I'm kind of coming to this one a little fresh, and I'm looking forward to that. I can't even. We can't even play how many times oh. did Van Halen play once? Because according to Setlist.fm, they never played it. There's a connection to Spanked, actually. Oh. Oh. You're kidding me. Yes. Uh No. Because now Eddie said this, so um, we we don't have specifics, but he said he did use a double neck guitar with a six string bass on it to record the solo for this song. So to me, that's the Spanked guitar. Wow. I guess it is. Okay, so I guess I inadvertently brought this upon myself by manifesting <laughs> so hard. It was holding on to the one for so long. Like I should have, I should have, you know, backed off a little bit before coming on the show <laughs> in my private manifestations for, for Spanked. I really wanted shouldn't that have, one. Uh, you shouldn't yeah. have sacrificed that goat. You shouldn't we, have we, let the little <laughs> guy go. It Mark was, and I it was always a hoof advocate. too far. It was a hoof too far. Yeah. Mark, Mark and I always Shit. advocate to manifest responsibly. 
So uh, always manifest responsibly. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. No, I th I think this was uh just the power of the wheel deciding to call CJ's bluff and like, oh, you want one? <laughs> no one cares about, huh? Like, well, we'll see. There you go. <laughs> Let's. Uh, I guess we're we're gonna find out a lot more than we bargained for in this one. I don't know. I'm That's I'm nice. worried and I'm I'm apprehensive, but. Let's let's do the thing, Corey. If you're ready, let's take it all the way back to 1998 in Van Halen Three. This is once. I got a real like a uh, mid eighties meatloaf vibe, like before bat out of hell Two, like the really <laughs> shitty meatloaf between bat one and bat two. Oh, you see God. what I mean by it? They didn't need a remix. Yeah. yeah. It's, temporary. <laughs> it's already there. The you sure Mike this Post stuff? wasn't working with him on this one? <laughs> I'm just like this. this uh, <laughs> intro <laughs> sounds <laughs> like uh, the the intro of a of an '80s movie you're about to watch. It does. Like, uh, like, yeah. Like it's the slow fade in. There's the the opening little credits. The right sustainer. First into yeah. the yeah. It's it's, it's the all there. The I'm waiting for Philip yeah. Michael Thomas and the other guy to come walking through. Right <laughs> with the. I, I love how you meant, you remembered Philip Michael Thomas, but you forgot the other guy, Don Johnson. Don yeah. Johnson. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Who? Which guy? What? Oh, Don Johnson. Yeah. So, so Mark, is it? Is it any wonder Van Halen Three tanked when uh, you're Ooh. listening to a, a mid '80s uh, movie intro in 1998? Like that was huge in '98, right? Yeah. Yes. I mean, no, look, the, the power of 80s nostalgia is very strong now and has been for a couple of years, but not in 1998, not so much. I tell <laughs> well, you, no, no, well, what do you, this goes right next to corn on the radio back in 98. <laughs> just, um, that's well, right. I yeah. just wonder how long was it kicking around, right? Because we know Ed used to hold on to stuff forever and pull it out, but somebody should have said, hey, man, look. I mean, no, true, no, no, no. Yeah. Some of the yeah. stuff, yeah. Put it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. Back. Yeah, that one back, needs yeah. to age a little more. I, I got to mention, Mark, you mentioned 80s nostalgia. Our friends at Pot of Thunder yeah. uh, just did their 501st episode. And uh, wow. every Whoa. show, they, they they ask for what they call a yard of questions. You, you submit three questions. So I, I submitted three questions one night, just about 80s stuff. Like, you know, what 80s movie would you like to see remade? And what 80s song? And Chris Jericho was the guest on that show. And he fucking ripped me a new one. Like, get out of the 80s, dude. Jesus, what the hell's wrong with you? So... Uh, <laughs> uh, I, wow. he, he kept calling me Colin. So I was going to tweet him and say, hey, that Colin guy from Canada is a real piece of shit, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Stuck in oh, the damn 80s. Man. Yeah, well, stuck. if you're gonna be if you're gonna be ripped apart by any uh uh rock and roll wrestler, it might as well be Chris Jericho. Yeah, I was good like, with it. I was good with it. You know, it's a rite <laughs> of passage, man. He, that man did some wondrous things in WCW and is currently in AEW. So that's so I, that's a sidebar. I, I talked to Chris L from Pot of Thunder after that. I'm like, uh man, sorry about those questions. I didn't think uh, you know, I didn't realize Jericho was gonna be the guest, and I thought it just might be an interesting conversation. <laughs> and they had a really good conversation around those questions. And he goes, Ah, yeah. Yeah, Jericho gets a little cranky the longer we go, and it had been like two and a half hours of recording, so <laughs> he, he was, was just cranky. Get, get little... Yeah, yeah, that's that's nice. hilarious. But and uh, you can hey, catch that you know, discussion whatever. on episode five hundred one of Pod of Thunder. They covered uh, "Lay It Down" by Rat. It was a really good episode. There you go. Oh, there's tune into that. If you like there what we you do, go. you'll love what they do. So, all right, uh, I guess onward to this uh, Top Gun intro. Hey, good news! <laughs> we only have seven minutes and twenty one seconds left. Oh, oh my god! Crikey! Oh. <laughs> Thank you. 
Okay, Chaz has a knife. Chaz, don't do it. <laughs> and this is an audio podcast. Ooh. I'm for real. Chaz pulled out a knife. Uh, yeah. All right. They're going to have to hold me back. They're going to have to hold me back. My goodness. Wow. <laughs> We this can't reach you. I thought it was just just to say no. Yeah, uh, I will. Wow. I will say so far. Um, I'm not, and maybe this. I I just mentioned that. Uh, I am a big fan of, uh, or I don't know if I mentioned it, but the '80s nostalgia is very real in the last couple of years. I'm a fan of the '80s nostalgia. Uh, so I'm not mad at this so far. It's the most different that I've heard uh, from Van Halen three, save for mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the song that shall not be named. Uh, but, <laughs> but I mean, so far, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's giving me a different sort of vibe so far. Gary is not sounding like he's imitating anybody. I know it's, we're early in the track, but still uh, it's, it's not giving me um, stomach pain so far. How about you? <laughs> Well, no, Chaz is ready to off himself. I, I couldn't get over that <laughs> that vocal effect they put on Gary's voice there. Like it's like we got Gary Sharon in our band. How do we make him sound as thin and tinny and crappy as possible? Oh, come on. Really? <laughs> we, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that's the, uh, like, they thought this they thought this was so good. They actually stopped in the middle of the tour to record the the remix and put it out as two videos and two singles. Wow. How far doing... gone was Ed at this during this period? Because this song really, I mean, you can kind of, I mean, I can see why as an artist, he would be all over wanting people to love this song. And I think that's well, where you have it, to remember left to, left to his own devices. He's, he's a prog rocker. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, this just, that makes a lot oof. of sense with the, some of the stuff that he's come up with over the years. Yeah, I guess right. I never yeah, really thought about, I could I almost hear Rush doing this. Right, you could almost hear this as a throw off from one of those Rush albums from the early nineties. This to me sounds like Gary doing if he's if he's impersonating anybody. It's like, oh, you're doing your Steve Miller this time. Okay, I'm here for it. Let's hear it. Hmm. Very Steve Miller, like the eagle. The false yeah, setto, though, is yeah. oh, I know. And Steve Miller, huge mm-hmm. in '98. <laughs> yeah, he was like the biggest, <laughs> the biggest name in 1998. Did, didn't he yeah. open for Limp Bizkit across the decades? Oh, <laughs> did he? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, but only that, once. That, that, he uh, said, "After that, never again." Gotcha, gotcha. Now this single came out in '99, actually. Yes, yeah. That's how far along this was. Because wow. the album came out March oh, '98. And it was a is that single. correct? This was released yeah. as a single. Yeah, that they oh, stopped goodness. the tour to record the remix. So that they were serious about this. Okay. It came yes. out in January okay. 90. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. I tell you with a different lead singer that well I can feel it inside of me takes on a different meaning 
because it's Gary. <laughs> like, if that was David Lee Ross singing that, he's talking about pegging. And we are recording this on International Women's Day. Nice. It's, it's true. Yeah. It, uh, that's, and yeah, never mind. And rhymes with deity. <laughs> with the power of deity. Uh, I, I kind of, yeah, I'm agreeing with you, Corey, earlier. You said, uh, let's let's make mm. Gary sound as thin as possible. Let, like, mix the vocals in this. The, as, it sounds like he's singing in a tin can and, uh, well, like, not in a good uh, yeah. way. Not like a good tin, like, no. uh, uh, the way they used to. It's like, this just sounds like, uh, we're going to put you in a room far away from us, just far away. And you sing into this can, and we got some string connected to it. And the string's going to take the sound and put it into the mixing board here. It'll be great. You'll love it. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> well, guys, I mean, so I wasn't, I, I classic, this is like classic, like me. I just like, it's right there in front of my face. I was joking earlier when I asked if Mike Post was on this. Mike Post is the producer. Uh, yep. It's right in front of my face. Well, and, yeah, uh, air quote oh, that, oh, the yeah. producer. Quote, quote, yeah. Quote. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> he was in the building. <laughs> right? Debatable. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, maybe come on. he was. Yeah, yeah maybe he was. <laughs> I totally they, did, heard, they recorded right? at his house. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, when you said it sounded like an 80s uh, movie, no, it sounded like an 80s TV show as soon as that part came in. LA Law. And then, I mean, honestly, right, LA Law. I mean, you know, and honestly, to give this thing a few, you know, some more balls, I think that guitar part that just came in, they probably should have had Kenny Loggins play on that because it probably would have had a little more balls than what we were hearing there. <laughs> wow. Come they on. hit the uh, they hit the record button every time uh, the producer went on his smoke breaks that were very long. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is Van Halen. No, this is not Van Halen. I would not have recognized that at all. No way. Nothing in there says Van Halen. Definitely on the surface, this doesn't no sound way. like Van Halen uh -huh. whatsoever. So that's that's true. Nope. Album full of demos. <laughs> this should remain an unheard collection of demos. <laughs> Van Halen three. Yeah. Oh God, CJ. What are your thoughts? Uh, one minute thirty nine seconds in. Uh, it's like every song on this album. There's probably a diamond in the rough somewhere in here. It just needed a producer. I, the thing that, but I mean, I know that they recorded at Mike Post's home for one song, and I kind of think he just wasn't wasn't ever at fifty one fifty. You know, he was he was a no show kind of producer. That's my theory. Mm. And they went to him, you know, once to record a song. Once. Uh, Once. And then I'm listening to this. <laughs> I'm hearing the bass. And is is it just me or is the bass synth on this? I don't know. It, it sounds like it on this. It listen. sounds like everything synth until like the acoustic guitar synth. kicked in. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and, yeah. And the guitar sounds so thin. God, it sounds like one of those paper thin Kramers that were popular way back in the day. Those really thin acoustic electrics. Oof. Yeah, horrible. Oh, yes, Kramers. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. All right, well, we only got six minutes left, boys. Here we go. La Bonita in there. I mean, <laughs> what are you? What am I hearing in there? That is like, I mean, 
some of the guitar i gotta i gotta say i'm like okay i can hear him popping you know popping a couple of notes there that sounded really interesting but wow for the most part this is not any van halen i've ever embraced ever wow this is not uh just not of the era in it, it in in such a really harsh awful way like i am not uh, the nostalgia has has worn thin uh substantially i'm like okay i no longer want to hear this anymore right it's like for for like finn overproduced 80s style guitar this is you know hold it right up there right i mean but I, what he's actually playing on that acoustic guitar if it were electric and distorted it would sound great you know if you listen yeah. to just what he's playing and kind of like slapping along to the you know yeah. he's kind of layering riffs in there and it's yeah it'd be great Electric. You can hear that, but it's not coming out. It's like all in there, but it's just like flat and just sitting there. And you're just like, what were you thinking? The, and that's not to say that, yeah. yeah, that's not to say that Eddie playing a, an acoustic guitar sounds bad because it no, we all know we heard him. Yeah. yeah, we know he can rip it on an acoustic, a classical style if he wants to. So all hair. But all what, hell, yeah, King but what's Edward, what's yes. happening here is just it's just giving me uh, the imagery of sunset on the west coast and we're just seeing like <laughs> shots of uh people driving cars and people on the boardwalk of venice beach th something like that and it's like okay are we going to get to the movie like no no we're still going with this we're still showing credits like oh my god okay <laughs> it's like if the date scene in the karate kid was really terrible this is the song that would be playing. <laughs> That's perfect. Pensive That's look perfect. as he's driving down yeah. Sunset Boulevard yeah. at night. Yes. <laughs> Daniel's painfully awkward first date, and he's just he doesn't know what to say. You know, they they, they, they hate each other. They're not even talking. Yeah. They're just kind of. They're not. Looking. Yeah, they're not even talking. Yeah. And the right. camera's not cutting. It's just it's just right on them, and the music just keeps playing. Yeah, and, and you're just praying Johnny Lawrence shows up to kick his ass or something just to yeah. break up you the monotony. That's you get the it. show Cobra Kai way earlier than you thought. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not uh, citing Bible verses. So, yes. you know, you gotta... Or or gentle yeah. puns. There, mm. There's no Philip Listers in this one yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, no Philip Listers. Yes, like, oh, please, let's. All right, keep going, Corey. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I'm going back to the Karate Kid date scene with with uh, Daniel Russo asking, "Have you ever been touched? Once? Whoa, really touched? Really? <laughs> this is like By the worst date song ever. Yeah, just like <laughs> it is some kind of alien coming down on me. Wait a minute, wrong song. It's the most painfully awkward thing. Like, oh my god, is this, is it just is it going to keep going like this the entire time? Wow, it, it sure seems that way. And I, I go back oh. to to pegging. Have you ever been touched once? <laughs> Whoa, what? Happy you know, me, Meatloaf wrote a song about that. I'll do anything for love, but I won't yeah. do that. That's what it was about. Oh, is that what it was about? Exactly what show it was me, about. Show me on the show me on the doll. 
<laughs> you, know, you were touched once. Yeah, you were touched once. Whoa! <laughs> uh, really oh, touched. Uh, That's awful. Wait. But, oh, I okay. Mean... Give me your pencil. Let me show you. No. <laughs> Look, we we have to make light of this situation because, like, so far this this song is just. Ugh. Yeah, if you're not laughing, nothing. You're There's just nothing happening here. If you're not laughing, you're crying, guys. Yeah. Here we go. Have you ever been touched? Yep. <laughs> oh my god yeah it was, was that the guy from saturday night live band who was that i'm dying over here man because <laughs> like holy hell this 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 song would have crushed in like 84 or like, like something like that where this is just so out of place and i don't it's know like what's something happening. the yeah. thompson twins would put out there not uh, right it should have like, been on the first top gun soundtrack yes because <laughs> i thought i mean i thought eddie was just about to just like blow our minds and just rip it apart when that electric came through and no all he did was nope. accentuate that nope you're still in this uh awkward 80s film right now here you go here's this guitar <laughs> It's like, oh my God, no! Make he might have had this banked since the '80s. That's what it feels like, man. God, they didn't want it for Footloose, so he just put it on the shelf. Yeah. yeah. Now, pic- picture the love scene from Top Gun with this playing underneath. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, uh, Kevin Brown, if you're done. listening, please give us that. Give us yeah. that scene. <laughs> he can do it. He can make it happen. Oh yeah, he's a genius. Yeah, some of his stuff. He really is.
Well, I can't believe I'm about to say this. Uh, I've, I've maybe said it only one other time since doing this show. But that Eddie Solo just does nothing. Nothing Ooh. for this song whatsoever. Mm. And it, in fact, um, not only does it not improve what's happening, it almost feels like it hurts it even more because he's just doing kind of like the, these standard scales. He's not really, he's not doing anything that's going over the top like what he normally can do. He's not really ripping it like he can. And maybe it's just because, uh, maybe it just sounds so bad because the the rhythm uh, underneath is still going the same way it's been going for the last however long. And it just, it just doesn't fit. It doesn't yeah. fit. Yeah, yeah. We're, we talk about this on the show all the time that Eddie play, he's great when he plays a solo that fits the song. And if he can go over the top, but still bring it back, that just, that's perfection. But man, he is not doing that. Uh, at least to me in this song, it's, that is not what's happening. Is anybody else feeling that? Yeah, it feels like an extension of Respect the Wind. It's like if that never ended and just kept going over this yeah. rhythm, that, that's what this would be. Plus, I can hear the... Ow. I think he's playing with a coin or his steel pick on this. Is mm, anything yeah, I'm noticing? there's something in the picking, yeah. Yeah, and you can hear Not him sure. going to that six-string bass in it, too. <laughs> a lot of compression, too. It, yeah, yeah, like a ton, but uh, it's oof. yeah, I'm oh, yeah, man, but completely that is, I'm legitimately heartbroken. <laughs> yeah, as you said, Mark, I mean, there was nothing in that that had uninspired. Any... That's a good word for it. Thank you. That's, that's right, what it really. Is. Like, this is a very uninspired, like, it, it almost seems like Eddie, which never happens, at least based on our listening, uh, where he was just going, shit, I don't know what to do here. Yeah, like he phoned uh, it in. I didn't want to say yeah, it. Phone, yeah, I did not phoned want to in. say that's, that. That's but... that's literally what this sounded like. Just a phone yep. in. Yeah. Before the solo, though, you got to say that Gary's going for it. He's really trying. To he's trying. It. Yeah. He's yeah, trying. He's trying, he's trying he something because he's always very sincere. Yeah. <laughs> very sincere. Maybe during a the maybe. Yeah, maybe during the recording process when they got to this point, I don't know. I, I need one of our uh, fellow friends who are experts uh, fill me in. But it just sounds like. Maybe during the recording process when this uh, song happened, even Gary was just like, fuck, I don't know, guys. I don't know. I guess I'm just going to try something different because holy shit, like, I don't know what else you want. Well, he's from Boston. You know, the whole uh, diocese of Boston having been touched. This might be a very personal Ooh. story for him. Should I have gone there? I guess I shouldn't have. No, that's terrible. But I mean, honestly, this was like so bad. It brought up the worst kind of memories. And I mean, <laughs> have you ever been touched in these lyrics? Yeah. The conviction, conviction of the I mean, unseen, yeah, and, it, and everything. It feels like he's trying to, uh, for pardon the pun, touch on like something here, uh, meaningful and uh, maybe not inspirational. But he's he's trying he's trying to go for something both vocally and lyrically, and it's yeah. just not landing. The yeah. music's not doing him any favors, uh, and his uh, vocal choices are not doing him any favors either. So, uh, oh boy, you guys, I don't have hope for the what's left of this song. No. I'm beginning to understand why they never played this live, though. Can you imagine being in a Van Halen concert, oh. and they just like <laughs> finished Unchained, and then Gary says, all right, we're going to bring it down a little. This is our new single off of Van Halen 3. This is Once. 
<laughs> that would be the number of times they play it live after that just Once. that one, see it. one show like ooh, we're not doing that one again <laughs> boy that, that fell a little flat maybe you shouldn't play that right after unchained <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's the job of the tour manager go like maybe boys you don't have time for that one yeah there's a curfew i didn't tell you about you got to be <laughs> off uh, stage in 10 minutes <laughs> it's like we cut Last one song line of uh, defense you get a yeah. higher stipend at the end of the night. Yeah. So, uh, you know, maybe cut that one. <laughs> oh, okay, we'll cut jump. No, maybe we'll, let's leave jump. No, don't yeah. uh, leave jump. You're going to want yeah. jump. Uh, but uh, maybe cut, I don't know, once. Yeah. Let's cut that one. Yeah. Yeah. You know that 12-minute uh, abortion you put on Van Halen 3? Let's cut that. <laughs> it's funny you should mention that because the lyrics are very much like the uh, the extreme song from Extreme 1 about abortion. Yeah, yeah. You read back these lyrics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh man, I didn't think about that. Well, that's then. that's where he brings these guys. Really he was trying to do something with these lyrics. I mean, they're kind of deep, but you're like, where is he really going? I, I don't. Yeah, he never really brought it back so that I could really key in on what he was really asking us here. Other than if I've been touched, and that's a very personal question. Sorry, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so like the best of 80s yacht rock guitarists. I mean, you know, where was Eddie Van Halen in that? There was no Eddie Van Halen there. Did he play? I on didn't this? recognize that. Was <laughs> right? Yeah, wait, who played guitar on this? Was this yeah, wait. This is that dude from Wang Chung, isn't it? <laughs> it is. But seriously, yep. there's tying nothing it back. They want you like, to do a podcast. <laughs> like Mark was saying before, there is nothing about the Edward Van Halen signature in any of this. There's no emotion, there's no personality, no. it's unfocused. No. It's, yeah. No tone. There's like right. I said. It's, I, that's why I think he he played with a coin, with a like a quarter or something on uh, on some track from this album. And he never said exactly. Mm. You know, we know it happened on "Without You." But we don't know what other songs for sure. This sounds like something's yeah. holding him back. You know, like yeah, he's I think falling he back on this one. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like a millisecond or two. Uh, you know, hesitation on stuff. All right, two minutes, 19 seconds left. We can do it.
special guest appearance from Carlos Santana. <laughs> Carlo, you know what? Yeah, I was hearing a little Jerry Cantrell there. I'm hearing a, a yeah, movie. yeah, like Jerry, like Jerry and Santana, like went back and forth, and Eddie was like, "Oh, I can do that. Here, let me try." It. That's what it yeah. sounds well, like. I, Alex yeah. Van Halen is no, you're Santana somewhere. spot on, right? Yeah, what's going on with that? Oof. I was gonna save that for my uh, final thoughts, which I'm already gathering because like Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys are always making it a point, especially you, Corey, of like, you know, pointing out how much you've uh, come to appreciate Al. What about Al's contribution here so far? <laughs> well, you notice Corey's silent. There's a good reason for this. <laughs> it, it sounds like Eddie just got out his drum machine and dialed up crap and hit play. Right? Yeah, yeah. Casio. Casio yep. nine. Yep. Picked up his no, creamer Alex, and away he went. Nap. <laughs> you finish your nap, Alex. I right, got this. right. This was done during the nap sessions in the afternoons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Producers out having a smoke. Alex is taking a nap. Eddie's I'm like, "All right, Gary, man. you and me, yeah. we're doing this." Michael's at home waiting by the phone. They're gonna call. Like, I know we're working <laughs> on stuff. <laughs> Gary's like, "I finished mine weeks ago. I don't know." He's like, "I'm ready, Eddie. What do you want me to do?" Yeah. Like, I don't know. You, you just feel it. Okay. Gary's still in that gas station with the tin can. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a good take? He's Is that practicing. a good one? Is that a good one? I don't know. Great, yeah, great acoustics down here. <laughs> oh. oh lordy! Oh. That's well, once it's, it's, the uh, love theme wow. from Caddyshack 2. It sounds like uh, <laughs> more. Like this, oof. No, I wouldn't even go. I mean, I know people hate Caddyshack 2. I'm one of the few that don't. So I wouldn't even go that far. I'd be like, I don't know the the made for TV version of Caddyshack 2. Like, I don't know, like something even worse. Oh, uh, that last part the name, there. But at I least know, the Eddie, it sounded like Eddie finally decided to wake up and play a little bit, uh, a little bit more there for the end. But of course, by then it's too late. Right, and um, he walks around dancing once. though. Yeah, that to me yeah, evoked so. that last scene in the uh, Return of the Jedi when uh, Palpatine's dead, <laughs> and there's that hey, yeah, hey, yo, <laughs> what the, my God, yeah, and then oh, yeah, they the had guitar to remix starts, that too. Right, exactly, right. Then the guitar starts <laughs> tripping in, like oh my gosh, where? Yeah. What? I don't know. Where to me, you? this sounded like wow. this sounded like the musical equivalent of. Somehow Palpatine survived. Yeah. <laughs> well, as we know. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's not so, go there. All right. Let's all right. You know there. what? All right. Enough beating around the bush. We're just going to go right to it because Ouch. holy God. All right. So I'm going to start with uh, maybe the 
I'm going to assume is probably the more positive of the uh, of of the voting, but I could be completely wrong. I guess we'll find out. I'm going to start with the uh, the man himself, C.J. Chilvers. C.J. You manifested a song that nobody gives a shit about. You you manifested. You wanted a a, a deep cut. You wanted one that uh, we could discuss. Um, that maybe might be thought provoking, and we definitely had some thoughts on this one. So I'm here to ask you for the first time ever, your first time on the show. Uh, is once from Van Halen three what dreams are made of, or is the dream over? The dream is over. But which I hate to say because it's Yeah, I messed up the format, of course. <laughs> <It's fine>. But <laughs> the Dream is over is such a great song that I hate yes. to label it with that. It's gotta be something else like Girl Gone Bad. I mean He doesn't something... want to taint it. He doesn't want <laughs> yeah. to taint the thumbs down which is a great song, song with too. his song. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, it's it Ouch. sucks. Um, you know what I keep going back to though this reminds me like uh, have you seen the video for this no, I don't think no, I ever have God, keep... no. okay because it, it came out in 99 the video I'm sure it was great when it came out but it's so small pixelated and you can't tell anything that's going on and then you know this it's kind of just like the song I have no idea what's going on here you brought up that other song about the wind. So that was all, was that about the same time period that he was doing this? That was, uh, this would be one year later he recorded this from okay. Respect the Wind. So, okay, okay. Let's see. Yeah, pretty cool. video here. Yeah, see? What's going oh, God, on? don't make us listen to it again. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's like, I'll, that's I'll a mute very it. Bad there upload. you go. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's a very bad yeah. uh, uh, non-HD upload, and boy, we really, wow. we really take HD for granted these days, don't we? Yep, that's <laughs> oh that, that's goodness. uploaded in stellar 180p right there. <laughs> yeah, that's like someone putting their VHS copy up like next to the camera, like <laughs> right? Exactly. This way. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. So, uh, all in all, for uh, for CJ, the dream is over. Any uh, uh, final words on that? Yeah. Why does everything throughout the track and the track itself? fade out everything it, it comes in and it fades out and it's almost like we don't know again we don't know what to do so yeah. we're just going to fade this part out and then the entire song just fades out yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still playing the video theory. and I, I keep going back yeah. and Al was napping on a couch so I was literally that. just about to say I'm going with the theory that uh, this is a song that was recorded when the uh, producer's out having a smoke. Alex is taking a nap and Eddie just grabs Gary and like, all right, bro, I'm going to put you in this room and we're going to record this. <laughs> so, That's it. That's so there it. you go. There's there's one for uh, uh, the dream is over for once. So now we go to uh, Chaz Mataz. You, you're on the show now. You, you got to have your say. Um, this was not a song you wanted to manifest, but this is the one we got. So I ask you, my dude, for you, is once what dreams are made of, or is the dream over? Oh, man, I got to just uh, get the cat out of the bag. I know I was holding back most of the show. I wasn't really letting you guys. I got my poker face on there, but I got to say, this one really let me down. <laughs> it, 
<laughs> I mean, could you imagine being cornered by Eddie Van Halen in the studio? Like he's got the one, you know, one eye. He's got the cigarette, you know, and he's kind of coming up. Hey, man, you're gonna record this because, <laughs> you know, I mean, it does feel like he bullied Gary into doing a lot of what's on this record. I'm sorry. I mean, you know, there are. <laughs> The one that ended up on the cutting room floor. What was the one you guys did last week or the week before? Oh, well, um, that's why I love you. I love you, babe. That's why I love you, babe. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I think that would have been, I mean, in terms of everything <laughs> that ended up on that record. Yeah, that, everyone that agrees. Is, that yeah. deserved <laughs> to be there and would have been a, a honking, yeah. you know, of, of all of this. My God. Yeah. So yeah. once and the one that won't be named. There are very few songs that get any lower. It's just wow. And and you can see here in the pixelated video, right? This is that period of time when he was pretty close to losing it, right? You know, he was kind of in the throes of all of his various addictions. And there was a lot going on in this man's head. Um, you know, I just can't imagine what it would have been to then, you know, go ahead and 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 in his world, in his mind, be brave and do this, right? Because that's where he was at, and then put it out and have everybody just go, "What the fuck?" And uh, as we saw then, right, years of uh, you know him spinning into a downward spiral, and you know it kind of all went from this place. That's why Van Halen three for me is kind of a tough one because of where he went after. Right. Because it actually, I mean, this was bad, but it actually for him personally got so much worse. Right. So that's where it's kind of heartbreaking because, you know, like as you were saying, Mark, like Gary and, and Corey as well. I mean, like, you know, Gary was there with full intent, like emotional intent. He's really investing a lot in this stuff. I think really wanting to make it work. But wow, <laughs> what a spectacular example of great intention paving the highway uh, to hell. Um, just yeah never gonna do it for me guys no uh i'll be very curious to hear about uh what uh apologist of van halen 3 michael green's opinion on this particular song as i would love to hear him try and defend it but uh, ryan powell who says he's never downvoted a song uh that's true yeah there's ooh, ryan well i mean he didn't downvote how many say i either so oops, yeah. i said it we weren't supposed to say that but uh i, um, I would upvote how many say so, i before this song honestly yes i would oof. well i don't want to revisit that conversation because that would involve <laughs> me having to re-listen to that song so uh moving forward uh cory um i mean we we've said a lot so i'm just gonna just straight up dream is over or uh is uh this what dreams are made of you're usually pretty positive Let's oh god no this is the worst thing we've heard on this show uh, i'm kind of with jazz <laughs> yes yeah how, how many say i had a couple of interesting things musically that if it was like an instrumental w would have actually worked there like like cj was saying there there's like there's a nugget in there somewhere yes, of a decent yes, song yeah how many say i there's nothing yes. in this fucking turd uh all i could really say <laughs> is i wish to god we would have spun spanked like wow. that's where I'm at. Yes. Ow. All right. I'm gonna go Ow. play Spank as soon as we're done here. And the only positive thing to come out of tonight, <laughs> other than chatting with Chaz and CJ, is there's only three songs left from Van Halen Three. <laughs> and with it's that, it's a war of yeah. attrition. Yes. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Play play the remix for this, and this will seem like a good song. Holy cow! <laughs> <no>. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm not kidding. Wow. 
I'm I'm here in contender to it. replace it. So this will be what we use to replace Lulu. We'll just when we're done with uh <laughs> dissecting just do all the Lulu, versions of ones. We'll, uh, we'll go over a couple of versions of yeah, really bad tracks from Van Halen three. You, you know what I can say about this song? I'm gonna listen to it once. Oh. All right, Mark Kamir, <laughs> that means it's your turn. And uh, geez, my finger's hovering over a button. I won't tell you which one, but is this? Oh, here we go. <laughs> that was quick. Uh, I wish everybody I think could I see might the screen. Be, that, was funny. that was funny. I just, I, I think I might be, uh, the more I think on it, and again, it's going to require me to re-listen to the other song. Because I might be in agreement with you, Corey. This might be the worst thing we've. And I want it. Look, it started off. It it gave me just a tad bit of hope because right. it was it was giving me the uh, sort of '80s nostalgia feel until it was pointed out very quickly. Like, oh wait a minute, this this was in '98 when this happened. Uh, the '80s nostalgia had not come into fruition. We had just left it. Uh, we were still very much set in the '90s, trying to uh, get ready for the aughts and. This is just so out of place. On paper, Gary's lyrics for this song on paper are actually not terrible. It, 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 there's there's something he's trying to convey mm. on paper with mm -hmm. the lyrics. Unfortunately, these lyrics are thrown into the music of this song, and it just it doesn't work. And it makes it makes everything not work. Uh, the we've mentioned the uh, the production quality. It does not work very certain of my theory uh this was just this was a smoke break recording uh on the producer's part he was not there uh alex is nowhere to be found he's taking a nap he's not there this is this is an eddie project this is eddie eddie doing eddie and bringing yeah you can't play that mix. see yeah and um and i'm not gonna there's no need to apologize to gary because like this is not, bro this is not your fault this this is it's not your fault you're you are trying so hard and it is just not working. It's not your fault. Honestly, so, I think he might need some, now, he now might need really some counseling. Sounds, he yeah, might have been reaching like out for help. Session. Yes. Yeah, I, because I'm you're saying, you, CJ. Yeah. Yep. yeah, it's like Goodwill Hunting. You're telling him it's not his fault. Yeah, you're yeah that's right. It's not your fault. Have you ever been fault. touched? So, who yeah. who <laughs> was touching you, Gary? Who was touching he didn't, you, Gary? Yeah, so there's so all that to say, I mean, it's a cry for help. Gary's crying for help. Yeah, that's yeah, it. that's it. I really do think that once yes. was enough, and yeah, yeah, I'm crying for help <laughs> once. If, no, if nobody is answering me after this one, then there's no hope. And uh, that, that's the review of Rolling Stone. Once is enough. Once, once is, is enough. And once was yeah, too much. So, yes. Yeah, once was too much. Look, I say what you will about uh, the rest of Van Halen's catalog. All you Sammy haters hate all you want, but and you can bring up up for breakfast <laughs> over and over again. I will listen to. It up for breakfast for the rest of my life and listen to Amen. no other Van Halen song if I do not have to listen to once ever again. I'll um, go take a meal from that lunch yep. pill myself, Mark. You know, congratulations. I'm congratulations to Van Halen 3's once for taking the slot of the worst shit we've covered on this show thus far. And I didn't think that was possible, but it happened. Well, and CJ, you know what? Though I think CJ yeah. and I need to take some credit for getting this spun because I think he, with his focus you wanna, on the you want one nobody wanted to talk to. <laughs> well, nobody wanted to talk about it, and that's what he manifested. Yeah. And I think just with the podcast that I'm doing, I brought a little taint. I think I brought the Lulu taint. <laughs> There's definitely a little taint. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's a lot of taint. Yeah, so I think I'm all about ownership here. 
You know? Yeah, if you you want to take credit for the taint, then that's all Ooh, you. So well, everyone, you know. di di direct your uh, hate <laughs> at Chaz Mataz for for manifesting something like this, uh, which he I didn't. Can't. He manifested spanked. We, we I would have much rather preferred spanked. I'm looking forward you to talking how about that. Was. <laughs> if so if close. you hate the taint, so spaz on Chaz. That's what you got to do. <laughs> nice. Chaz, Thanks so. a lot. Um, and yes, so, uh, yes, uh, we can't even we can't even blame CJ for this one because even though he he manifested a song that. No one gives a shit about. I I dare say, CJ, I don't think you expected this one. Uh, well, did you hear what he spun no. out? The guy who wrote the Van Halen second piece was, oh, no. Oh, yeah, no. that's true. Yeah, like, let's not forget. <laughs> oh, right. my God. There's a difference between, you know, nobody nobody caring and everybody hating. Yeah. Big yeah, that is a huge difference. Now, yeah. when we spun How Many Say, I, we told uh, Greg, uh, because the song was so bad, we would bring him on. CJ, we're going to offer you the same thing. If you ever want to come back on, spin the wheel again. It's bound to be better. Uh, but Chaz, fuck you, because uh, <laughs> you you tainted this up like a motherfucker. Yep. You take your Lulu. I and just... deserve it. That's it. That's <laughs> I'm kidding. It. You can come back to Lulu Chaz. and go home. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> get get uh, <laughs> just uh, hope for the live shows or something. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's it. But for now, for now, for a good long while, you're in a timeout because I am gonna shit. bomb your Twitter feed. <laughs> I'm gonna troll you like a mother. Yeah, I, so I don't doubt it. How about if we give you a few minutes to tell us about regarding Lulu? Will that make up for it? Oh yeah, gosh. Go Do you, well, um, well, okay, sure. Thank you. Um, regarding Lulu, what is it? It's a it's a podcast inspired, quite frankly, by you guys and by the rest of the folks on the Deep Dive Podcast Network. As I've gotten to uh, get into the world of podcasting, I got to be honest with you, I'm totally new to it. And you can probably tell by our production uh, um, uh, capability. But yeah, this show that we're doing, it's essentially just inspired, you know, a couple of music geeky guys that have nothing to do a couple nights a week and wanted to get together and talk about music and find an angle that might be uh, interesting that others weren't covering. Um, I like to joke with my co-host, Greg Wolf, um, that, uh, you know, uh, we wanted to do a show on Def Leppard and Def Leppard's my favorite band. So you want to talk about Def Leppard? Because we can go on the podcast and talk about Def Leppard all day. Um, but it turns out there is one. <laughs> quite a few i can know about slang for yeah an entire oh time, there you That's go brother album. that great is album. that is absolutely so i saw them uh when they were doing the um the open air uh tour for slang yeah it was great um in connecticut um but anyway long story short it, lulu just kind of came about where i was having a discussion with some other friends and it, it just became the idea that wow yeah that's one that my god it was just such a when the album came out we really looked forward to it because it was lou reed and metallica and like wow that's weird because uh i hadn't really been you know big into metallica for a while by that point this was 2011 2012 when this came out um i was a big fan of the band growing up but um as you were saying mark in the last show i was of that camp that kind of started pulling away at and justice for all um and then you know i was there you know as you had to be when they were just as you know the the biggest metal band in the world and and you know they dominated uh by that point crossing over and, and being on commercial airwaves and every record was you know bigger than the last and they were just everywhere by the point of having done this and by the point of my own kind of maturity um i was interested in what were these guys going to do together lou reed and metallica that's weird i want to check that out 
And when it came out, I mean, honestly, I was like, what the fuck? It was like, wow, that's the biggest piece of shit I think I have ever heard. Other than what was John Lennon and Yoko Ono's two, two virgins. I mean, so if you know that reference, um, biggest piece of shit, I was like, yeah, they did it. My Metallica did it. They pulled it off. Another first. Wow, that's the worst thing. I'll never listen to that again. And I didn't. I mean, I, I gave it like, you know, half a try the next time, next day after it came out and i was like nope that's gone and i actually tossed it i got rid of it and didn't think about it since it came up somewhere along the line and i was like oh my gosh that might be a pretty cool podcast topic to kind of go back and say has this thing aged oh well, i know what it was it was that saw a, a quote somewhere that when uh lou reed died um david bowie says to laurie anderson lou reed's um widow uh, that, you know, uh, L- uh, Lulu is going to go down as Lou's masterpiece. And this is David Bowie, right? So I'm like, oh, seriously? And I verified that at a couple of sources as best I could, you know, being an internet sleuth. And and so I was like, that's really interesting. If a guy like Bowie thinks that this thing is going to be Lou Reed's masterpiece, because Lou did some pretty, you know, you know, sophisticated and impressive work in, in my humble opinion, right? So I was like, wow. Um, even though I wasn't a huge fan, a lot of respect for the artist and who he was and what his influence was. And so when I started to uh, just look a little more back at Lulu and understood that, yeah, he had, there was some play that he was writing this about. There was some source material. Well, it turns out there were a couple of plays written in the late 1890s, early 1900s uh, in Berlin, and they were very shocking for their time uh, coming out of the, um, you know, uh, the the creative scene in Berlin. Um, what we're thinking, my my co-host and I are thinking that Lou Reed was kind of really drawn into uh, the conditions that created uh, the work that was the Lulu plays, um, and that's what kind of inspired him to take these things and 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 make them the source of inspiration for what he then did with Metallica. But um, it wasn't well received when it came out. Fans and critics put it just like I did right in the hopper and didn't uh, think about it again. So we're going back and listening to it with now the idea that, well, number one, we went and read the plays. So it was like, let's, let's get into Lou's mind a little bit here and try and appreciate this thing as a masterpiece and a work of art, you know, that somebody like David Bowie would be, you know, putting such high esteem to. Um, so, okay. So let's at least understand the source material. So that's it. So Greg, uh, my co-host, Greg Wolf has never heard this. He was a Lou Reed fan. He had not, not a big Metallica fan. He's a musician himself. Um, we're both active gigging musicians. Um, I'm more the Metallica fan. I like Lou Reed. I'm a general music fan. Um, but you know, and the only guy that had heard it and it, it hadn't been that long, um, you know, that, uh, um, or I should say it had been quite a while since I have heard it. So that that's kind of it. Um, you know, maybe a little long there for an elevator pitch, but uh, that's our story in a nutshell. Um, maybe if they're going up the Empire State Building. Yeah. That's you gotta, it. You well, I'm from New York. So yeah, originally. So yeah, we're used to that. The old Otis elevators. But um, yeah, so we're into our second episode now. Uh, we're uh, a member of the network and so grateful to be a part of the network. And honestly, you guys, uh, yes, definitely inspired me to go and find a co-host and to do this thing. And I got to say, it's a, a lot of fun, a lot more work than I thought it would be, but it's a blast, man. Being able to be here too, it's an honor. Thank you so much. You guys do a great job. Well, thank you very much well, for we... that. And uh, uh, thank you for for sticking with us. And uh, thank you for finding a co-host because at one point Chaz asked me if I'd be interested. <laughs> I did. And I listened to the first episode and when I heard that song, I'm like, there's no fucking way. That, <laughs> that, that, that's almost one span. 
But uh, uh, we, we got to go now to, to our good friend CJ. CJ, you've been hearing some rumblings. There might be a new, uh, new edition of the Van Halen Encyclopedia coming out. Yeah, and God knows how long it'll take. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure I'm kind of doing it in public uh, at vanhalen.substack.com. And, uh, you know, just I think late, I started out with a bang and kind of revealed some things. And, you know, uh, then I got some pushback from, you know, some people. Uh, it just, it's kind of a reminder of, you know, who the Van Halen crowd is. 99% great people, but there's going to be that 1%. Just no matter what you do, they're going to push back. It's their band, you know? Yeah. I yeah. So, yeah. So that's kind of how it's going. I'll be back on there with some new stuff soon. Uh, but basically just editing the book in public so everybody can see the updates that are coming. That's about it. Right on. There you go. Uh, we thank you guys so much for being on the show. Appreciate it. Uh, lots of input, lots to talk about on this episode. Uh, Corey, uh, please tell the people uh, where they can find the show, what we all have going on, and uh, where they can find you if they want to tweet you out directly. Oh, please don't do that. But I'm at CD Morset on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, the show uh, at Podcast Will Rock on all your favorite social media sites. Mark's uh, handling a lot of that for us. Thank you, Mark. Uh, you can find us at www.podcastwillrock.com. Get yourself some merch. Actually, a couple nights ago, Mark, I was recording a, a Backtracks theme music with uh, Sean McGinnity from the Sean Geek Podcast, and he was wearing hey. his Play Splat and Bone t-shirt <laughs> that he got from our merch store. So. Right. That was fantastic stuff. Um, we, of course, we are uh, proud members of the Deep Dive Podcast Network, which now includes Regarding Lulu very proudly. I won't go into every show because we're running quite long, but go to deepdivepodcastnetwork.com. Check out all the shows. They're all fantastic. And uh, just I'm so psyched that CJ and Chaz, we finally got them on the show. And um, th this is a song you need to talk about. So I'm glad that we had two great guests to do it with. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And uh, Thanks so much. And this was so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We got to do it Thank again you. sometime. Absolutely. We absolutely will uh, be on the lookout for all the stuff we got coming up. Uh, the, you know, the live shows will continue. Uh, the, we still got lots of songs to cover, so uh, we're not, we're not stopping anytime soon. So don't you worry. However, and we've got a reciprocal entries. invitation though, reciprocal invitation. If you want to come on the regarding uh, Lulu and uh, uh, ours is a little different. You're not going to know if you don't know the record, you're not going to know what you're going to hear when you come in. We're not spinning any wheels. This. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, what the that hell sounds like on? a threat. Yeah. <laughs> what a yeah. You know what, I, I don't know that album at all, so I would absolutely take you up on that. Who knows? <laughs> all right, yeah, you yeah. never know. It's yeah. based on what yeah. you hear. So that's right. There you go. So, all right. And if you want to contact me directly at Mark the Bat on Twitter and Instagram, let me know how, uh, let me know if you legitimately really enjoy the song once from Van Halen 3, because I honestly want to hear why. Um, looking at you, Michael Green, and uh, whoever else you are, apologist Ryan Powell, you're in the hot seat, my dude. You, I, I expect uh, from you and from Scott Monroe another manifesto explaining why we are completely wrong in this assessment. Because I just, I legit want to hear a different perspective. Because oh my god, that was not fun, but uh, but it is, but it is fun because we get to talk Van Halen with awesome people, and uh, of course my my partner in crime, Corey Morissette, and all this. Thank you so much for all that you do. Uh, thank you for staying strong, and thank you to the listeners for keeping us going. 
We're still going. We're still going strong. Uh, We've got more things along the way. That'll do it for us. On behalf of everybody, we are, and the podcast will rock, and we will rock you later. Later.